A couple of weeks ago, I talked about ways to boost your visibility, which is an important aspect of growing your business. After all, you have a great thing to offer your clients. But if people don't know about you, or if they don't know about what you offer, or if you haven't built trust yet, then it won't sell. So to extend the ideas I talked about, this episode zooms in on ways to get in front of the right people. Because getting in front of lots of people isn't so challenging. But to make sure you're actually attracting people who will become paid clients, we need to focus on the quality over quantity. In other words, we want to prioritise building trust among the right people over loads of people. Welcome to the Upgrade Your Education Business podcast. I'm your host, Samantha. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope that you find this episode useful. If you're new to this podcast, each week I share fluff-free, actionable ideas tailored to education businesses that you can mould to suit your needs. And finally, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review on iTunes or follow and subscribe on whichever platform you choose. Thank you once again for tuning in. If I asked you to do things to become more visible, what would spring to mind? Chances are you would assume that you need to be in lots of places like lots of social media platforms, networking groups and so on. Now, that is a great way of boosting visibility, but we have businesses to run. We have lives to lead. So maintaining that level of activity is hard. And that means that to make all of that hard work pay off, we need to find a way to maintain our visibility where we no longer have to be in so many places. And instead, we can be in fewer places and people can come to us. One way to attract people to us is to really focus on the quality of the content you're putting out there. There's no denying that if you lead with offering value and giving people micro wins, it's a great traffic generator and a great trust builder. In my 100 content prompts, I have dedicated 50 of them just to this, just to making a connection with your audience so that they trust that you're the right person to solve their problems. Because in my experience, even if you get great results from word or mouth or if you pay for ads, organic marketing, where you're building a loyal audience, is still needed to grow your client base or to launch new things. And when people check you out, if they see that just through your content, you can solve a problem for them in 30 seconds, you're going to make a great strong impression. It's a really compelling way to stand out in a crowded market. But just circling back to that concept of you being in one place or fewer places while attracting people to you, rather than trying to be everywhere all the time, email marketing is definitely one to consider. For anyone who isn't familiar, this is essentially where you exchange a freebie, let's say a PDF guide, in exchange for someone's email address. You can then create a sequence of emails that's automatically sent to them at the frequency you choose. When done right, you can give value from one place and people will want to enter your world. And the thing about email marketing is that unlike social media where you have to keep publishing content, with email marketing you can set up your emails once and they'll just keep working for you in the background. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that it's better or worse than social media marketing or any other form. It's just a different way for you to communicate with your audience and develop relationships. What will actually work for you will depend largely on your business and the ideas that you're pushing forward. But like I said just earlier, email marketing only works when done well. And it's quite a big topic. So I have an episode lined up for you just about this. 
But for now, here are a few things to consider. Think about the email address as the currency that people are actually paying for your lead magnet or your emails. Don't think of them as freebies. You are getting something in exchange. Now ask yourself, what would it take for you to hand over your email address to someone? Now that's a good place to start because it will guide you on what you can offer as a lead magnet, which is the thing that people get instant access to in exchange for their email address. And it will also guide you on what you should write in the subsequent emails that they'll receive. Now, when it comes to the latter, just like I was talking about earlier, I would always suggest pushing value over sales. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be selling. In fact, some email marketing experts suggest you should sell in every single email. But again, put yourself in your subscriber's shoes. If you are getting an email, say, once a week from someone because you've downloaded something, would you want to be sold to every single time? If you knew that that's what they were doing, would you continue to open their emails? Would you even stay subscribed? So work backwards from your lead magnet. Why might someone have downloaded it? What problem did they want your help with when they chose to hand over their email address? That should steer your email content because that way your emails will be considered as being valuable instead of ones to ignore. Now, I started this episode saying that being visible often translates to needing to be everywhere, but ideally we want to be in fewer places so that we can maintain our visibility while people come to us. The number of places you need to be will depend on your business and who you sell to. For instance, for my tuition business, I only use Facebook. I publish content in one place and people come to me. If I were to add anything to that, it would probably be email marketing. But for Upgrade Your Education business, I use multiple content platforms because the way business owners behave is very different to parents or guardians who are looking for a tutor. But when you are thinking of ways to be visible to the right people, content marketing, in my opinion, is the most powerful way to do it. Because nowadays, information is probably one of the biggest assets. It's the way we can meet people before actually meeting them. It's the way we can nurture relationships and gain trust. And we can even sell it. So content is powerful. And if you want people to enter your world and stay in it, having some variety is a good idea whether it's through a variety of platforms and or a variety of content types. But the problem that most people face is feeling like they don't have the time to continually be creating new content or they feel like they struggle to come up with ideas. So let's change that today. Now, I know I mentioned it already, but if you do struggle to stay motivated with fresh content, my 100 content prompts will be a game changer for you. You buy it once and get lifetime access and the link is in the show notes. But I want to help you for free today, so I'm going to share a method that will allow you to create one piece of content and multiply it. I want you to imagine a cupcake. You could easily eat it in one sitting, and the next time you want a cupcake, you have to get another one. But if you divided it into pieces and you just had one a day, then that one cake is going to last for longer. In some ways, it feels like you're multiplying it even though you haven't. You can apply this concept to content marketing. So here's something you can do right now as I'm speaking. If you're on social media or you have a blog or YouTube or wherever really, I just want you to choose a platform and go to the last piece of content that you published. You can pause this episode right now and do that. Now, you can multiply this content in two different ways. You could rewrite it using different language and maybe change the image if you have one, and schedule that repurposed content for a later date. Same cake, it just looks a bit different. 
Or you could slice it up and think about how you could take individual parts of that post and make it multiply. I'll talk through some examples. I've just opened my Instagram account and I wrote a post about how lucky I feel to have a supportive network around me. It was a carousel post, so that's the type that you kind of scroll through and there are lots of images. And it showed all these supportive messages that I've received from people who I've never met. Now, I could multiply that by just taking one image at a time. I could chop it up and I could write posts centred around each one. So immediately that carousel post has multiplied into many. Or let's take one of my podcast episodes. You could take a blog or a YouTube video or any other longer form of content. I could take snippets from it and turn it into shorter content. One cake just cut into pieces. So today I've meandered through a few different ideas on how to attract the right people. So now I'm going to condense it so that you can create a little to-do list of what you might want to try out. Number one is to focus on giving people micro wins through your content, whichever form it takes. There's nothing wrong with embedding what you sell into that or even weaving in content that are only about what you sell. But if you can be a problem solver instead of a salesperson, the sales will actually naturally follow. The second thing which will help you be in fewer places and attract people to you is to choose your marketing methods wisely. How do they match with the ways that your audience behave? Also, are you including things that you can set up once that continue working for you? An example I talked about was email marketing, but other examples could be using search engine style platforms like Pinterest or YouTube, or even putting posters up in places that get a lot of footfall. Choose the methods that work best for you, your audience and your business. And the third thing is to harness the power of content marketing without working harder than you need to. Instead of repeating content, think about how you can take one piece of content and multiply it. If say you've shared some content that gives people three tips to do something, you could chop that up and create one content piece per tip. One piece of content becomes three. And finally, do make sure that you're choosing methods that you actually like. You may not love it or you may need to try things out to see whether you like them, but ultimately people mirror our energy. When you do things just to do them, it comes across and people won't feel excited about it because they can see that you're not excited. But if you're enjoying it, if it really leans into your strengths, then that energy will be contagious. So as always, thank you for listening and you'll hear from me next week. Would you like to take this discussion further? Perhaps you have some questions or you'd like more ideas on tailoring your business. If so, book a free discovery call through the link in the show notes.